Hi everyone and welcome back to my podcast, Talk It Out, raising awareness of mental health conditions and helping to stamp out the stigma. Today I'm joined by another amazing pageant girl. Would you like to start off by telling everyone your name and your title, please? Hi guys, my name is Eliza and I'm currently Miss Teen Islington. Islington is in London, for those who don't know. Brilliant, thank you so much for joining me today, Eliza. Uh, Thank you to you. So today's episode is going to be about atypical anorexia. So can you start off by telling us a bit more about your journey with anorexia, please? Okay, so my whole life um, I have had a slightly difficult relationship from with food. When I was younger, it was more kind of binge eating. Um, when I was very little, I did a lot of sports, so I had bigger muscular thighs, and I was very insecure about that, so that kind of started off insecurities um and then come lockdown i think we were all i had started to get healthier before lockdown but when lockdown came i think we all just wanted a bit a bit more control over our lives in the world yeah. and what i did was i essentially decided to really control my food and it wasn't like i was eating 50 calories a day it was more like i was doing three hours worth of exercise a day and you know tracking every single thing I ate and making sure I ate in quite a big deficit for what I was doing so I was never what made it atypical anorexia was that I would never became actually physically underweight for my BMI. Did you seek support from like your GP with all of this? So yeah so I had two other mental illnesses and because of one of them, you know, the GP kind of had a chat with me and decided to refer me to CAMS. Right. How do you feel I like being part of CAMS? Did you find them helpful? No, CAMS were terrible. I think, you know, the two main people I had in CAMS, they were both amazing women. One of them, I'm, I still... You know, she left CAMS when my treatment was getting done and I still have her email. She's going to be watching the Miss Teen Great Britain finals actually on live stream. Oh, bless her. Yeah, we we had a really good connection. The problem isn't the staff, the people. It's more the way CAMS is managed and the timeframes and the underfunding. You know, it took me, um, it's not anorexia related, but to actually get, proper support from them like psychological help it took me literally saying I want to kill myself and I mean the eating disorder service is actually slightly separate from CAMS so it's referred to you through CAMS and actually they were fairly quick with getting started I didn't feel that the help I was given was great I mean it was just kind of talking with a woman once every two weeks and it was family therapy weirdly I didn't really understand that because you know my parents had no hand in me developing atypical anorexia it wasn't their fault but yet they still insisted on family therapy which I just didn't find helpful I kind of I found that I ended up kind of curing myself almost just through finding other things to focus on in life and building my confidence yeah definitely 
So what advice would you give to someone who may be struggling with their mental health at the minute? I think my advice would be is, I mean, from my perspective, one of the main things that contributed to my mental health or made it worse was just the lack of confidence and self-esteem and just feeling like there's nothing to me and therefore nothing in my future. So make a mind map, say, have it, have in the middle things that I'm good at and around that do all the things you're good at, all of the good qualities about yourself, even if it's something as small as, you know, doing an extra long I did an extra hair, long hair care routine yesterday to make sure my hair's really shiny and it became shiny. That's an achievement. Put that on the thing. And I think that's one of the most helpful things you can do is just to kind of look at your life and look at how many amazing things you have. Yeah, I love that. Self-care is definitely something you need to do. Yeah. So... Um, you're new to the pageant industry aren't you do you think so far pageants have had a positive or a negative impact on your mental health yeah definitely very very positive I've only competed once before but you know the competition I was I was still a little overwhelmed at that point I coped really well with it for how my state was at the time I was coming out of you know kind of a dip in my mental health but I was so genuinely happy on the stage like I just felt amazing um you know every single time I go and go to a pageant event and talk to girls and get to get all glammed up it makes me really happy you know having evening gowns on and really nice dresses I think you know people label that as materialistic but what does it matter if it's something that makes you happy if putting on a princess dress once in a while makes you happy, good. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you. So just to wrap up this interview, would you like to tell us one of your, maybe your Instagram platform or social media, just so if people have any more questions for you, they can pop you a message? Okay, so my social, my main social media is Eliza underscore 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 2910. And I also have a new platform that I've developed called Asking For It. And it's about women's issues, women's health issues. And I think it often, women's issues often tie in with mental health. So you get sexually assaulted, that can lead to depression. So please go and check that out. Lovely. Thank you so much for that. Everyone make sure you go check out Eliza's page. So thank you so much for joining me today and I look forward to meeting you in October. You too. Bye.